Om Sahana Vavatu Sahano Punaktu Sahaviryam Karavavahe Tejasvinavadidamastu Mavitvishavahe Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Namaste and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Alexandra Savitri Amba, Director of the American Reiki Academy and the Vedic Healing Center. I'm a Reiki master, Vedic healing master, feng shui teacher, and spiritual life coach. I've taught spiritual self-development for more than 30 years and led pilgrimages to India, where I've studied with Indian spiritual gurus. In this show, we cover topics related to metaphysics, Reiki, Vedic healing, feng shui, and spiritual growth. The aim of these shows is to help you create a successful spiritual practice that enhances your life, bringing you happiness, well-being, peace, and productivity so you may become the best version of you. So welcome to today's episode, which is entitled Tips for Improving Your Reiki Practice. This podcast episode is going to teach you how to become a more effective Reiki practitioner. And even if you are not a practitioner yet, it's going to give you some keys about this healing art in case you are interested in learning. And by the end of this podcast, you will know how to improve your Reiki sessions and give clients the best experience you can through this Reiki healing. It is a system of natural healing that goes back to India, Tibet, China, and Japan. It was rediscovered in Japan. So again, I am director of the American Reiki Academy, where I have taught thousands of people all levels of Reiki healing all over the world, helping them establish practices as Reiki healers and Reiki masters. And now let's move into today's episode, and I'd like to give you these tips The first thing I'd like to say before I get into the actual tips or ideas for today is that some Reiki techniques you might initially learn from books or from the internet, but really, of course, as with everything, there is no substitute for learning directly from a qualified teacher. When I learned Reiki, I was a young student in my 20s, in graduate school actually, exploring the healing arts and metaphysics. And I began studying Reiki personally with a couple different Reiki masters and energy healers over an intense period of several years. So typically, when you learn Reiki, You would study with one Reiki master and continue with that Reiki master. I studied with a couple different ones because I had one Reiki master who was 
my mentor in metaphysics. And at the time I learned uh, Reiki, she was not a Reiki master. So she sent me to her Reiki master. And I started with that woman many years ago. And in the meantime, my mentor in metaphysics became a Reiki master. So I continued with her. It was the natural progression since she was already teaching me crystal healing and energy healing and some other uh, metaphysical techniques. So I did my levels two and three with my Reiki master. And as I was saying, you might initially learn some things from books or from the internet, but it's always best to interact directly with a teacher. And then once you have learned the techniques, you go out on your own, just as I did. And that is when your practice blossoms. So it was when I moved through all the levels and went out as a Reiki master and began practicing. It was really then that my practice just took off. So in a Reiki class, you will learn basic techniques. Uh, we have three levels traditionally in Reiki, and there is a protocol for moving through all three of them and becoming a teacher of Reiki who is called a Reiki master. And these are all, again, just basic information on some level because the teacher is going to give you as much as she can and then you take the tools and expand upon them. It's through the doing of the Reiki that you will become really proficient and you will make the Reiki unique unto you. So, Today, I would like to offer you some ideas for improving your sessions if you have already learned Reiki, and if you have not learned Reiki but are considering learning it, then this episode may still be of value to you as you will understand more of the nuances of Reiki and what it is and really kind of understand if it is for you. I always tell people it is, Reiki is an incredible step on your journey of being a healer. It opens up all sorts of avenues. It is a technique, but it's also an energy. And the energy creates change within your energy field and really lights your way in life and in your journey on the healing path. So here are the tips I'd like to give you for today. And there are going to be six tips. The first one is to be present. This I cannot stress enough. A Reiki session is the client's time for healing. And so you as the practitioner are required to be present so that you can be of service to the person you're working on. As an example, have you ever had um, a healing session or maybe a massage and the practitioner felt distracted or she talked to you throughout it, or maybe she even answered text messages 
So this is really, it might seem basic when I'm saying this, but it's something I want to just call your attention to because we live in a world of grand distractions. So when you are interacting in a healing session, both parties should be just present. And you don't have to tell the person you're working on, the recipient of healing, to be present. Just by lying down, closing her eyes, and surrendering to this energy, she is becoming present to the experience of Reiki. Sometimes, although it is rare, you might be working on someone and that person has the phone with by by their side. But I would always encourage the person I'm working on to leave their belongings aside, leave the phone aside, and just surrender to the moment, be in this this session. So uh, that kind of goes without saying, but uh, for the recipient to be present in the session, but you as the practitioner, because this is what I'm focusing on today, you are really, really required to be present with the person you're working on. And what's wonderful is the Reiki energy enables you to be present. It moves through your body and settles everything in your system, as it does to the recipient as well. So this is one of the really wonderful benefits of Reiki, that it will silence everything, it will still everything, it will calm everything down, and it will enable that idea, that reality of being present. However, I still want to draw your attention to that. Because although the Reiki energy is doing that, we can still have a tendency to let our energy wander. And so be very, very vigilant and responsible for being of service to the person you're working on. And everything will flow from that. So being present will be determined by your commitment to the person. And also it will be determined and influenced by your own spiritual practice, which I stress a lot in Reiki classes. If you would like to know more about this, then you are welcome to contact me or see even some of the other podcasts where I talk about sadhana, your daily spiritual practice. This will influence the quality of everything in your life, and especially your effectiveness as a healer. It will enable you to be more focused, more serene, more calm, and more present with the person you are working on. Really in life, that ability to be present and be in the moment 
is so important. And Reiki, as well as your sadhana, will give you that ability. And why is that important, being present? When you are present, all of your attention is focused, and therefore you can receive the information, the energy, in the highest manner possible, no matter what you are doing. So the second tip for today is allow yourself to become creative with the sessions. As you do Reiki, your intuition expands, and this causes you to add other techniques you may learn. It, 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 it asks you, it um, instigates you to want to learn other techniques. You naturally blossom you unfold as a healer. And so you were drawn to other techniques. Maybe you use some crystal healing or other forms of body work you start to bring into your repertoire. Sound healing. Sound healing. I want to say to women who are listening to this, it's true for men also, but especially for women, you have been healers before. If you believe in past lives, you have done this before. You might feel that healing comes naturally to you, that you are innately sensitive. You are, because we have all done this before. So allow yourself to become creative with your sessions, to really allow your intuition to guide you. And it will guide your hands as well. And it will amplify the sessions, make them into something very unique unto you. Your healing session will be much different from the healing session of the person who sat right next to you in class and learned the exact same material. And this is the beauty of allowing your uniqueness to shine. And this is about moving into the intuition, which gets sparked through Reiki. The third tip for today is to engage the senses. When you do a session, think about what the person's senses will encounter. By the person, I mean the recipient of healing. You will be encountering these things too. But the whole healing session is offered to this person, right? You are serving the person. So think about the sense of sight. What will the person see when she enters the room? Are there candles? Is there a beautiful altar? Are there flowers? Are there salt lamps? What will she hear? Music? What kind of music? Music is very personal. Usually, music for Reiki can be New Age music, spa music. You can use light chanting anything that is soothing, but you can always ask the person to 
is this music okay? Do you like this music? You might find Native American flute music really beautiful, but the person you're working on might say, I don't really like the sound of this. So I often check with them at the beginning of the session. Think of the sense of smell. So what does the room smell like? Is there a pleasant aroma? Are you using aromatherapy? Are you burning a little incense? Remember that incense generates smoke, so you may not want to have a full stick of incense burning in that space. You could burn it beforehand a little bit or keep it right outside the actual healing room. Aromatherapy is very nice and incense is nice. Both of them create a really pleasant ambiance in the space. But again, people are sensitive to smell just like they're sensitive to sound. Therefore, just kind of check with them. And I would recommend that you don't use anything that is very strong. It shouldn't be overwhelming in the space. So the last kind of sense you might want to engage in a Reiki session is touch and the the feeling. And this can be through cozy, warm, soft blankets, through using a face mask, that the face mask can be filled with lavender or buckwheat, some kind of fleece topper for the massage table that makes it extra soft and comfortable. So you're just thinking about all of the senses a Reiki session is not just about you moving through the hand positions as you've learned in your classes. It's also about creating an experience for the person you are working on. The fourth idea I'd like to work with here today and suggest to you is that you listen to the client Really listen to the client. Ask why he or she is there for a healing session. And then what can you do to help the Reiki process? Notice if the person wants to talk a little bit or remain silent. And your main goal is to be of service to the person you are working on, to help this person through the energy of Reiki and through the entire experience you are creating. And that's why the ambiance is so important and your intuition is important and really making the session your own and just improving, constantly improving and working on your skills to create a really lovely experience for the client. The fifth tip would be to scan the energy field. So before starting the session, 
during the session and even at the end of the session, you can use your hands to scan the energy field. This is done above the body. You don't touch the person. Your hands become basically powerful tools or um, they're little vehicles. They give you clues to what is going on in the energy field. And in Reiki classes, we talk about your five physical senses. So we also talk about your five extrasensory perceptions, not only the feeling of the energy field, but also the clairaudient messages you receive, the clairvoyant messages you receive, the colors, the indications through the third eye that you receive for the person you're working on. So you're not going to just move through the hand positions in a very rudimentary way, although you might do this at the beginning. But again, you're allowing yourself to blossom and expand as a healer. And that means allowing your hands to really become uh, keys for indicating to you what is going on with the person. And you're using your third eye, your psychic ability to discern where the person needs healing, what might be out of balance, what might be amiss, what might be lacking of energy, and where you can balance things out and of course, in classes, we go through how to do this. But you're using your intuitive senses as guides for you. This is something we're not taught in school. We are taught to focus on the intellect, which is important in life. But the intuitive senses are equally important. And this is what gets developed as a healer. Your intuition, your psychic senses, your psychic abilities. Many times in class, students ask me, are you psychic? And the answer is, yes, of course I am. And so are you. Everyone is psychic. These are abilities that we develop as we work with our personal practice of meditation, of yoga, of chanting, whatever your personal internal practice is, can be Reiki also, and then we develop them when we are also doing Reiki on other people. So yes, absolutely. I am psychic. So are you. It is a skill to be developed and it's an important skill because it gives us clues about our lives, about what to do, when to do these things, whom to trust, all sorts of things. Your psychic abilities are so amazing and they are something to be practiced, to be honed. It's a skill to hone your, your psychic awareness. So we can 
talk about that in another podcast, but the um, sixth tip for the day and the last tip I'd like to say is to end your session in a space of gratitude. Now that might sound also a little bit basic or something you might think isn't very important, but we have a way to open the session and to close the session. And it's very important that we give thanks at the end and that we understand we are working with guides. We are working with other dimensions when we do these healing sessions. So there are beings present in the space. This isn't anything strange or bizarre. It isn't anything otherworldly or anything to be scared about. We have beings around us all the time assisting us in our lives. These can be ancestors, these can be spirit guides, these can be totem animal spirits, these can be our own beautiful animals who have passed away, who remain around us, helping us. These can be gurus, these can be saints, these can be deities. These are energies that are like a little support team for each of us. And we call upon them in our lives, and they assist us all the time. So in healing sessions, we give thanks at the end to these energies that are around us, helping us in the sessions, and we understand that we are channels for this Reiki energy. The energy is not from us, it is coming through us. So as such, we are simply vehicles to facilitate healing in someone else. We are never the doers, we are simply the servants of the divine, extending healing light energy to others. So I hope today has been a little bit helpful. And there are so many elements of Reiki that we can get into in these podcasts. There are so many elements that are involved in becoming an effective healer. So learning a technique like Reiki is just the start, but becoming an effective healer is something vast and expansive. It expands, it deepens, it grows as you blossom as a, a practitioner. So learning Reiki is an amazing step that really all of us on this planet could take. It's a step into understanding that energy can be transmitted through the body, out of the hands, to someone else. 
And that energy can create change. It can create healing. It can create happiness. It can create peace. It can create balance. You are the vehicle. The Reiki is the tool you are using. And it is simply a way to transmit love through your hands in the way of energy. Just like you transmit energy to someone when you smile at that person. When you do a Reiki session, you are transmitting happiness where there might be sadness in the body. You are transmitting love and acceptance where there might be fear or sadness. So the Reiki is a beautiful and very accessible modality for anyone who wants to walk this path of being a healer. And the last thing I want to say is, for many years, I never used the word healer. I used to say I was a healing practitioner. I think because I felt if I used the word healer, it made me sound as if I was trying to do something extraordinary. And it felt uh, almost egotistical. But once you understand what healing is, you grow into the word healer and you understand there actually is no ego involved. You are the vessel, you are the channel for this light to come through you. So you are in constant surrender, understanding that energy is passing through you, just like you are a servant of the divine in every moment when you give Reiki, you are a servant of the divine through this energy coming out of your hands. I hope that makes sense. And I hope these tips were helpful to you. I look forward to the next podcast and we will keep expanding on all of these topics. And again, if you would like to be in touch directly, please reach out. The website is reikiacademy.org, R-E-I-K-I academy.org. And I would love to be in touch with you and be a part of your process expanding as a healer and a spiritual seeker. Om Asatoma Sadgamaya Tamasoma Jyotirgamaya Mrityorma Amritam Gamaya Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Om Sai Ram Jai Guruji Om Amriteshwari Namaha Hari Krishna
ఓం నమ శివాయ